Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Good afternoon and welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us today. A beautiful day here in the Mile High City. Our first segment is going to be brought to you by our good friends at Green Mountain Guns. And I was just talking with Mike this morning and a lot of great deals going on at Green Mountain Guns. You can find them at 3355 South Yarrow Street in Lakewood. And um, I will tell you a little bit more about them here in just a moment. Let's go to the phones real quick. Talk to our good friend and a great sponsor of our show, Len Lyle Chevrolet and Dan Johnson. Dan, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. How are you, Scott? Hey, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Beautiful mountains out there. and Got a little snow on them here the last couple of days. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, it was unreal. I think, think I'm going to break down and buy a snowblower. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that shoveling doesn't get – that, that, that yeah. fun ends real quick, doesn't it? Yeah. Man, no doubt. So what's happening out Lynn Lyle this weekend? Oh, we're selling some trucks, selling some cars. We're uh, – you know, we still got a few of the 18s left, which the money on those are unbelievable. Uh, the discounts on those, and uh, and then we got the new 19s. They're rolling in too, which you know, absolutely fabulous truck. Yeah, they're beautiful. from the ground up, brand new. Yeah, it's a beautiful truck. Um, so, you know, it's it's all what you want. You yep. know, if you want the be the deal of the century, buy an 18 leftover, and if you want all the brand new stuff. Uh, Come to a 19, and we'll still make you a heck of a deal on it. Sure, absolutely. Again, it's Len Lyle Chevrolet. Drive east and pay the least just right off of Colfax and 225. And I saw something on one of the local news channels uh, this last week. Dan, don't know if you saw it, but there was a, uh, a used car place somewhere on South Broadway that's under big investigation for, you know, selling pre-owned cars and not fixing things, not telling people about them. And I, I always tell people all the time, man, you know, that's why you got to do business with Lynn Lyle because, I mean, hey, a used pre-owned car is a pre-owned car. You know, sometimes there's some things that, you know, can happen, but I mean, for the most part, you guys do such a great job of really priding yourself in what you sell there as pre-owned. And we do. I mean, I, I I won't sell a car unless I run it through the shop, and you know, we make sure that we do our very very best. You know, occasionally we'll stub our toe, but we always usually take care of that. I'm putting an engine in, in a Dodge for a guy that uh, you know he owned it about two months, and you know the motor kind of blew up and. We checked it out. It seemed fine at the time, but uh, I'm certainly helping him with that. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, we do do our best, check it out. And, and you're right, some of these guys out there, I mean, the stuff I don't, I won't retail. I take to the auction, and that guy on Broadway is probably the <laughs> one that bought it and <laughs> yeah. took it down there. So, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you find a good dealer. I mean, you know, and we don't we don't cost anymore. Sure. That's, that's what probably cost less. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Again, get by and see Dan and uh, whether you're looking for, you know, a new vehicle or pre-owned. And, you know, if you check on the website or run by, don't see what you want, go in and see Dan. Let him know what you're looking for. And I'm telling you, more times than not, he will find it for you. 
and again, all the service there, and I'm telling you, I've been, you know, getting all my oil changes there from you, Dan, and all the different things. And, man, again, just to have your guys that look at these every day. And, uh, man, I'm in and out there, you know, every time. I hadn't been there over an hour yet, most time around 40, 45 minutes. So uh, just great service, and it's been cheaper than, uh, you know, where I was, where I had gotten them done before uh, a few times when I needed oil changes. So, again, I want to dispel that myth, the service at a dealership, can be the right thing and be cost effective. Absolutely, and we don't charge any more per hour than uh, you know the mom posh shops out there. So, and my guys are a whole lot more trained. You yeah, know, that's, we have we have standards for GM that we have to hold up, and you know they they make sure that we're you know highly trained, and uh, you know we just. We try, and we do the best we can, and if we do stub our toe, I'll certainly do my best to make it up. Sure. Well, you haven't stubbed your toe very often with us. I'm telling you, and you all, everybody, <laughs> loves, not to. everybody loves doing business with you, so we appreciate right. it. And get by and see Dan. He's right inside the doors, glass office there. Let him know you heard about him here on Sportsman of Colorado, and I promise you he'll take good care of you. So, Dan, go sell something, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, Scott. Have okay. a good weekend. All right, sir. You yeah. as well. And as I mentioned, our first segment is brought to you by our good friends at Green Mountain Guns. They're located at 3355 South Yarrow Street. And I was talking with Mike this morning, and he wanted me to make sure and mention they have several SIG 365 9-millimeters in. And uh, if you want to get by and see these, beautiful pistol. He said they've been trying to get these for about a year. So if you're looking for a, a great concealed carry gun, this may be it. Go by and see Mike and his crew. Let them know you heard about them here on Sportsman of Colorado. They also carry a great selection of ARs. And, you know, they have their uh, consignment uh, guns as well as new guns. Uh, they do offer estate services, meaning that if you have a lot of guns uh, and maybe you just want to sell those. We had a gentleman walk by our booth at the International Sportsman's Expo that had called Mike and uh, just really, really liked him and, and looks like it's going to be selling uh, several weapons to him. So, Again, these are people you can trust. Mike and I are meeting this week. We're going to decide on time to have an open house there uh, in the next several weeks or a month, and uh, we'll let you know more about that where you can come by and see us. But get by and see them, Green Mountain Guns, 3355 South Yarrow Street, and uh, you can check out their website, greenmountainguns.com. Uh, they always feature a firearm on there. You can go on and check out all the latest news from them. But go by and see them, and again, let them know you heard about them here on Sportsman of Colorado. Well, we're going to go to the phones now, and you're going to be hearing a lot about this um, over the next few weeks, but the Colorado Springs Sportsman and Boat Expo, and uh, we'll just go ahead and give away a pair of tickets to that. If you want a pair of tickets, give us a call, 303-477-5600, and Charlie will get your information. I'll call you after the show, and we'll get those to you. But that's February 22nd through the 24th at the Colorado Springs Event Center off of Palmer Park and Academy. And one of our guests that's going to be there uh, is Robert the Bug Guy. Robert, how are you? I'm doing well, Scott. I appreciate uh, you having me on. I'm finally glad we finally had a chance to actually get together and uh, and uh, shoot the bull a little bit. I'm, uh, I'm excited about that. We've been trying for a while. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Kevin Flesh is our uh, resident fishing guy here on the show, and and Kevin was yeah. doing some things today. But I'm going to make sure and get you hooked up with Kevin. So all this stuff. With this fly fishing, is, is just being very transparent, is, is new to me because I'm more on the hunting side of things. But let's start out with just the whole name, Robert the Bug Guy. Now, I don't imagine you were sitting in grade school thinking one day, 
I'm going to be called Robert the Bug Guy. So tell us how you even <laughs> got into all this. Well, you know, well, I'll, I'll say, I'll say first um, that uh, most, of, I mean, half the time people think I'm an exterminator, and, I, and <laughs> exactly. uh, I, I wonder sometimes is it, is, if it's worth uh, getting out of my vehicle because they see my bug guy signs and, and they they tell me funny things like, hey, you know, I'm having problems with uh, roaches and fleas, and I go. Well, actually, um, I'm in the fly fishing industry, and I kind of get that uh, deer in the headlights uh, kind of look. And they go, "Well, what a what do bugs have to do with fly fishing?" And the and the answer to that, Scott, is uh, pretty much it's the fulcrum of everything we do in fly fishing. We have to know what's in an aquatic ecosystem, a river or a lake, and then of course we're imitating those natural food sources uh, by tying up flies and. And then we go ahead and present those and through through fly fishing, and um, what happens is uh, really the fish tend to kind of key in on natural food imitations rather than sometimes even something like um, a worm or a, or a crankbait or or a, you know you know something like that. So it's um, it's really the 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 fulcrum of everything we do is understanding what trout are eating. And in fly fishing, being able to imitate those patterns um, through uh, those those natural food sources through uh, through tying up patterns. And I'll tell you, it's uh, once you get good at it. A lot of people are afraid of the cast, and they think, mm-hmm. well, that's the hardest part because they think they have to look like Brad Pitt or something, and river runs over it. Sure. Is what I like <laughs> to call the movie. Um, but you don't. You know, as long as you can get that fly out there, and I, uh, I'll tell you what, the, the trout in particular and even, even warm water species, uh, you know, bass and things like that, and even saltwater, if you can get a natural imitation that's, um, that's, that's mimicking the natural food sources, I'll tell you what, you're in for, um, for a really good day of, uh, of fishing. And that's kind of what, what fly fishing does is it kind of gets us dialed in to what's happening on a more core level uh, rather than just throwing them something plastic or some salmon eggs and things like that. And so, so I went back to graduate school at uh, Colorado State, and I got in the graduate program there, and I studied aquatic entomology and, and applied it towards fly fishing and became the bug guy. That's pretty much uh, what happened. And so my, my thing is to, is to get people turned on to, to fly fishing and to try to get them to understand uh, the bug part of it, because I would say probably when you look at all the irons and the fire it takes to be able to, to fly fish, understanding trout foods and their imitations might be the, one of the more difficult aspects that people tend to shy away from. And I try to make it easy and fun and make people laugh and get people involved that way. So that, that's kind of my mission in life as the bug guy, not uh, killing fleas and, and mice and and roaches and things like that, but to rather to get uh, people into the sport and get them to understand the importance of uh, what's going on in those aquatic ecosystems. That's kind of my thing. Okay. So let's say we got somebody that's really, you know, they say, hey, yeah, it looks cool, you know, standing out there, or they see commercials or things with people fly fishing, or they see magazine pictures with a guy standing in the stream or a lady standing in the stream, you know, doing that beautiful cast like you mentioned. I mean, where, where do you start? I mean, even as far as gear and things like that, what's it going to cost somebody to get into fly fishing if they have nothing? You know, um, that's a good good question, Scott. I mean, I think it's probably like any sport. Um, you can pretty much spend within certain limitations as much as you want. But um, I think the big thing is to kind of hook up with a local fly shop. And my fly shop, Angler's Covey in Colorado Springs, um, 
you know, is a, is a, is a great shop because we offer a myriad of classes as do a lot of other fly shops in the Denver area and also Pueblo and also up in Fort Collins. I mean, we have, your fly shops are going to probably be your best resource. Mm -hmm. Most of the classes that they offer are extremely economical and they are going to start at the real core basics, teach you how to cast, teach you how to tie some knots. And then when you talk about investment, you know, it doesn't have to, you don't have to go out there and, and it's like any sport. You don't have to go and buy an $800 rod. In fact, I suggest often if people are, are new at this sport, you probably don't want to go there. You probably want to kind of ease into it a little bit. I always say there's nothing that looks more silly than that person that's never skied and they're wearing $13,000 worth of ski equipment. They're just rolling down the slopes. Well, <laughs> it's kind of the same thing with fly fishing. You know, right. you, you kind of want to start off easy. And, you know, and with a, for a couple hundred bucks with a, with just a, a real basic rod and reel setup and a few flies and with the help of your local fly shop, you know what? You can actually get out there and, and, uh, and, and get in the water and, and start that process. It can be a little frustrating at first because it is a different uh, type of presentation than conventional fishing. Mm -hmm. But I grew up doing conventional fishing myself, and so I'm no snob. I still love to go ice fishing and do things like that. But it really is one of those things that if you take advantage of the, of the resources, your local resources, and not go out there and feel like you have to drop three or four thousand dollars on equipment. Maybe sure. down the line, that's something somebody wants to do. Um, it doesn't have to be all that. It doesn't have to break the bank to get into it. Uh, in fact, it's more simple than just traditional rod and reel fishing with a you know with a bait caster or a spinning reel. It's a it's a pretty simple process, and you don't have to look all that fancy doing it. That's the thing. I think some people think you have to get that cast down. And you know, honestly, Scott, I get people on a guide trip and within 10 minutes i have them casting good enough to catch fish 10 minutes that's yeah. all that's that's all it takes it doesn't it that it's not as complicated as intimidated as sometimes people think it is all right robert young hands is with us better known as robert the bug guy and he will be at the show i just mentioned the sportsman and boat expo and again we've got tickets for that and uh, if anybody would like a pair, give us a call, 303-477-5600. Charlie will get your information. I'll call you right after the show, and we'll get those to you. But the dates of that is February 22nd through the 24th, and that's a Friday, uh, 2 to 7, Sunday 10 to 6, Sunday, I mean Saturday 10 to 6, Sunday 11 to 4, and that's the Colorado Springs Event Center. And uh, we will be there. And, Robert, I went on your website, and by the way, I'll give that out real quick. Just go to the-bug-guy.com. And uh, you just mentioned some of the classes, and I was thinking, man, it's probably going to be 150 bucks for a class, and they're 30 bucks. That's a pretty good deal. Sure. <laughs> yeah. It is, yeah. I mean, just the basic uh, class is, uh, is, is $30, and, and, um, and, you know, and I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I think that there's, I think any fly shop that's trying to do, you know, classes to, to make money, Scott, is probably not using a real good business model we want to do classes to build loyalty and and i mean just listening to dan about the cars i'm ready for a new vehicle just talking i want somebody that i can trust that's gonna, sure. that that uh that uh, that that i can that, that people that can build loyalty with us and if you're providing people with information and making them better at the craft that they're that they that they want to try what whatever that's going to be i mean you see a lot of connection between archery for instance and fly fishing there seems to be a kind of a symbiotic relationship there a lot of people that, that that like to hunt on bow also like to fly fish that's that's a comp and, and there are exceptions to that but you but you see that but you want somebody that's going to kind of take you under their wing sure and that's one thing that's that's that i'm very passionate about is doing 
classes. I do streamside classes where we're actually going out and we're collecting specimens, and you get miles and scissors and labels. You get to look at the bugs that are there, and then when you go home, you can look at those models that you have in those little vials of alcohol, and you can actually tie up those flies. And then I do some some basic classes as far as um, uh, just just general fly fishing at the show itself, at the Sportsman's Expo. I'm going to just be talking more in general, but I'm going to have something really special there. I'm going to have live aquatic insect specimens from the South Platte River at my booth, and it's amazing because people sometimes look at these specimens, these aquatic invertebrates as we call them, with basically trout food, mm-hmm. and they go, oh, my gosh, I had no idea that that was in my local river. And I'm like, not only is that in your river, but without those little little specimens and those bugs are running around, those trout have nothing to eat whatsoever. And and this is, and, and it gets back to kind of, that's what you need to know, what what's in there. And so I'm going to have some really special things for the kids and for adults. And I always want to remind people, because people that don't fly fish think that I'm selling bait. And I say, no, 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 I'm not selling bait. This is, I just want to show you what's in the river. This bite, this is what the trout are eating. And I can always tell if people have fly fish because they, they do think that I've opened a bait shop there at, at the, at the uh, sportsman show. And I'm probably <laughs> going to be the main ambassador for fly fishing there. And I'd love people to stop by the booth and see the live aquatic insect specimens, let the, let the kids hold them and play with them. Uh, I think people will be absolutely amazed at what we find in our local rivers and what trout are eating uh, uh, when, they're, when they're out there. It's a pretty neat thing. Absolutely. Now, you, what, what main bodies of water do you like to fish, and, and do you take people out when you do your guiding? I do. I, um, I, you know, basically the South Platte, so we have Deckers, and we have uh, Cheeseman, and we have 11 Mile Canyon, and we have the Dreamstream in between 11 Mile and Spinney Reservoir. Uh, those are all places I guide. also guide in Pueblo uh, and the tailwaters of the Arkansas. And so I do trips uh, pretty much uh, year-round. I mean, our main season kind of starts uh, in March and, and goes through October. But I actually, for years, have done the winter fly fishing, which, um, which is kind of fun. You don't catch as many fish. The fish are a little more sluggish. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of nice if you're crazy enough to get out there when it's cold and, and you have a lot of water to yourself if you're out there in the winter. So, we, so, so I am do a lot of winter stuff and my big passion and i think i'd mentioned this to you before scott is uh i run the colorado fly fishing guide academy and we're on our fifth year uh this year and we're teaching um basically people uh that are interested in kind of taking their fly fishing up a notch um and that's everyone from from vets and that's probably been the most satisfying things a lot of people coming you know back and retiring to retire from a deployment and women and retirees and college students and weekend warriors and we're getting them into the colorado fly fishing guide academy which has been an just been an absolute success and by far the most satisfying thing i've done in the industry with with as much branding as i have kind of locally and nationally the the school is neat because the school gives people a new path and a new direction in life and it's really neat to see particularly some of these guys you know coming back as you know, uh, wounded warriors and things like that, and sure. kind of give them a new passion in life. That's been a really, really special thing. So the classes and then the, the guide school, and I have a lot of other irons in the fire, but uh, those are my, my two main things is the guiding, the bugs, or three, I should say, the bugs and the, uh, and the guide school itself. So that's, uh, that's been a really neat thing, and we're going to be talking about that at the show in uh, February as well. Okay, great. Robert Younghands is our guest. Robert the Bug Guy, check out his website. And that is just uh, 
hyphen bug hyphen guy hyphen guy dot com and again he will be at the colorado springs sportsman and boat expo february 22nd through the 24th also there real quick we'll mention donnell johnson lisa thompson hunt data uh, hunting divas they'll be there survivalist donnie dust and i'm looking forward to seeing donnie again he was a great guest last year and has had some uh, great excursions here over the last few months we're going to hear about trevin stolfus without host of outback outdoors on the sportsman's channel uh, when Eubank's going to be there from Colorado Outdoor Sports, uh, Dave Howard, which you'll hear from a little bit later in this show, with effective range targets, and just a lot of great guests. And a couple of sponsors we work with, Outdoor Buddies and American Heroes in Action, they will be there as well. So it's a great show and a great event for the whole family, so I hope you'll come see us again. That's February 22nd through the 24th. So how do you start out with kids? Sometimes, you know, I mean, we all want to keep kids in the outdoors and all that, so... Um, you know, I think sometimes when parents try to teach a kid something, maybe the patience isn't there as much as it needs to be. So what's your suggestion taking kids out fishing? You know, that's, uh, again, a, a, a great, great uh, question, Scott. And I think, you know, it might sound like I'm stating the obvious, but the, the biggest thing is that you want it to be a positive experience. I mean, I've learned um, – I actually taught kindergarten for a while, and I taught college. I kind of had two ends of the spectrum, and, and so I, I, I work a lot with kids uh, in the fly fishing industry, and, um, and, and I think the big thing is to make it a positive experience. Um, kids often don't have the attention span, but you, but you have to realize that if they want to learn to fly fish for a while and then they want to go throw rocks or throw a stick in the water and let my, my hunting dog go and, and collect sticks out of the water and, and retrieve them, you know, you just have to kind of make the whole thing a positive experience and not be too hard on them. The great thing about a fly rod is it weighs about three ounces. Right. And <laughs> so even a kid that's six, seven years old can definitely throw a fly rod. And, um, and so the thing is, is to be, is to be patient, is to not make them feel pressured. I think that's a, that, that's a big thing. Um, and if you can kind of, you know, continually make that something where, they're feeling that reward of actually, you know, casting and, and catching a fish. And, and I'll tell you, I see this with two things, Scott. I see this with kids, and I see this with um, a lot of the, the wives that I'll, I'll take out there with husbands and wives, is that generally the kids and, and the women tend to outfish the men. And, uh, and that's, well, that's because, because they uh, listen. <laughs> yes, exactly. I always say they're, 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 they're much better. They're, they're yeah. much better students. The guys go, oh, I got it, I got it, and they walk away. And then I'm over there with a the kid or the wife. And we're catching 15 fish, and then the, the dad or the husband comes over and goes, well, you know, maybe I do need a little help, Robert. And I mm -hmm. said, no, no, you said you didn't need any help. Just worry about your, your wife and your, your kids. Uh, you don't need to help. You told me that. So they have to put their tail between their legs a little bit. Uh, and, and it's funny to kind of watch that because that happens almost every single time, Scott. You always see that when you get out there. But that's the thing is just to be patient, and there's a lot more to – the guide and then just simply teaching someone to cast. You really have to be a chameleon for every person out there, every type of kid, every type of client. Um, we got people flying in on private jets and we got people that uh, are just blue collar people that saved up for a year just to get out on the water. And we have to make sure that we're, um, you know, being what we need to be for those people uh, to, to get out on the water. And uh, it's, and kids, I'll tell you what, it, it's, it's really special when someone catches their first fish on a fly rod, but you watch a kid catch their first fish on a fly rod. I'll tell you what, if you ever needed to have validation or satisfaction in the industry that you chose as your profession, that's going to do it for you right there. Absolutely. 
So what? Let's let's look. Do you do half day, uh, full day trips? What's normal the, the deal? And let's talk about cost a little bit. Yeah, through, yeah, through the shop I do uh, half days and full. The half day is is four hours on the water, and um, uh, and a full day is is six hours on the water, and that usually includes lunch and 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 things like that. And for a half day, it kind of depends. Um, if we do up to three people, I always say I think it's difficult for a guide to really efficiently guide three people, but sure. we will. And um, and so, you know, when you're looking at that, you're looking at a half day for let's say two people, you're looking at about um, about three three hundred bucks to get on the water, walk and wait for the day. If you're looking at a, a full day, uh, you're looking at probably right around. 500 you know every shop's a little bit different we're kind of in those categories and we're very competitive at angers cubby in the springs um pretty much uh standard as far as that goes and that includes you know everything you need all your equipment all your flies all your terminal tackle um the only thing it generally doesn't include is uh, a gratuity for your guide and um i always say you know for me that's a thousand bucks a day so exactly that's in in cash right we want to make sure that's in cash but uh but everything's pretty much included, and I tell people, you know what, you can show up, and, and and the only thing I care about is that you have sunglasses because I have learned one thing over 25 years of guiding and being in this industry is that if you do get a fly in your eyeball, it tends to put a damper on the day. Okay. And so I do ask that people bring sunglasses. Past that, we'll provide pretty much everything that you need, and it can it's uh, and that's really the way to start out because what you can learn from a guide in – in a day is is very difficult to learn even sometimes over over a period of three or four years oh, if absolutely. you have somebody actually teaching you it's uh you know that's that really really um just moves you forward much more quickly than if you were to just try to go out there because if you go out there by yourself you're probably going to get frustrated and if you can't get a guy and maybe you don't have the resources for that scott you know what i tell people is you know then find a buddy that does it and um I was fortunate to have a mentor growing up in, in fly fishing, a very well-known um, um, bow hunter here in Colorado, and uh, he was my mentor. And I was lucky to have that, but not everybody can afford to go on a trip. So either find someone that can kind of show you the reins a little bit, but the one thing I do discourage is just trying to go out there and just start flipping a fly rod around by yourself because by the time you're done, you're going to take that thing, break it in half, throw it in the back of your car, and you're going to go back to your spinning reel at that point. So, so a guide or having somebody at least help you get into it, I think with, and I think that applies probably to anything in outdoor recreation for sure. Sure. Well, Robert, hey man, it's been great visiting with you, and we'll get you on again here before the uh, Colorado Springs Sportsman and Boat Expo, which is uh, February 22nd through the 24th. And looking forward to being down there a few days with you. So we appreciate it, and then we'll we'll try to get with you and maybe go out on the water with you as well. I'm gonna get Kevin Flesh, hey, my wife and I, we might even do something like that with you. We'll do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you to that, Scott. Thank you so much for having me on, and I'll and, and we'll definitely uh, see you at the Sportsman's Expo in February. All right, great. That's Robert Younghands, again, the bug guy. Check out his website, the-bug-guy.com. You can also visit him at their store, Angler's Covey, there in Colorado Springs. So, Robert, thank you very much, sir. We appreciate your time. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, real quick, again, this segment was sponsored by our friends at Green Mountain Guns. Another thing I wanted to mention, they are now a Class 3 NFA licensed dealer, so you can stop in for all your NFA needs uh, see Mike, uh, 
uh, Cook there and his team, Jared, another good gentleman there, and they will get you fixed up. And that is at Green Mountain Guns, 3355 South Yarrow Street. And check out those SIG 365s as well and their website, GreenMountainGuns.com. You're listening to Sportsman Colorado. we got to take a short break. We'll be back with more right after this. You were just walking into that store when you were in a slip and fall accident as a result of the store owner's negligence. Flesh and Beck know what to do. First, make a report of the incident with the store owner. It's important to have an official document of all the important details. Second, make a note of all of your injuries so you can report them to your doctor as soon as you can. Third, take pictures of the conditions and location of the accident. And remember, it's your job to take care of yourself. Don't waste time arguing about who's at fault. Then, call Flesh and Beck. Call me, Kevin Flesh, at Flesh Law to get a professional opinion. I will answer all your questions and I will help you determine if you're entitled to compensation for your pain and suffering. If you've been injured in an accident, call me, Kevin Flesh, at 303 806 8886 for a free consultation to find out if we can help you get the compensation you deserve. This is Red Merrill for Phoenix Weaponry. Phoenix Weaponry is a weapon manufacturer that services the firearm enthusiast. From precision ARs to suppressors, Phoenix Weaponry can make your dreams come true. Phoenix Weaponry is a full-service gun shop that offers gunsmithing, coding, and modifications to your own weapon. Phoenix Weaponry, family-owned and operated right here in Colorado. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. Call today, 720-340-2496. Again, that's 720-340-2496. Or visit their website, phoenixweaponry.com. Mention Sportsman of Colorado and receive 10% off your custom-built weapon. Hi, this is Scott Watley. Let me tell you what I love about Stack Optical. They are truly one of the last optician-owned, family-owned optical stores. At Stack Optical, you can be confident you'll receive personal attention. For over 50 years, Alan Stack has shown he really cares about making his customers happy. Stack Optical also has a beautiful new location at 2233 South Monaco Parkway in Denver. Free and easy up-close parking. Stack Optical has an on-site eyeglass production lab. Whether you need office eyewear or a new set of shooting or golf glasses. Stack Optical has the solution with the Stack Sport Pack. Give them a call today and ask for their $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. That's 303-321-1578. Your eyes and vision are one of the most important things in life. I'm confident at Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. That's 303-321-1578, stackoptical.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Once again, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, I'm mentioning this now because we've had a little bit of change in our Sunday programming. You've been hearing a, a replay of our Saturday show at 9 a.m., but now that is going to be a one hour earlier at 8 a.m. So you can hear Saturdays 1 to 2, and then Sundays from 8 to 9, and also Sunday afternoons from 4 to 5. We're going to go to the phones now and talk to our good friend Dale Merritt. Dale is with the Pikes Peak Pheasant Forever, and Bear Point Kennels as well, and we've got a, a banquet coming up. We want to get Dale on to talk about it. So, Dale, thanks for being with us today. Glad to be here. All right. So you and I were talking here before we came on air. 30th year here for the Pikes Peak Pheasant Forever. Wow. You started when yeah. you were four, right? <laughs> yeah, I wish. Absolutely. Uh, 
So tell us about this group. You know, Pheasant Forever, I mean, you know, a lot of great groups out there, Ducks Unlimited, Rocky Mountain Elk, all the different ones uh, that we work with and everything. But take a minute and just tell us why you picked. I mean, there's a lot of organizations you could have kind of joined up with. Why did you pick Pheasant Forever? Well, one big thing about Pheasants Forever is um, all our funds that we raise as chapters in Colorado um, get to stay in Colorado. Um, every chapter has control of their funds, and we get to spend it here locally. One of the big projects that the chapters here in Colorado do is we've put five full-time biologists on the ground in Colorado to work with landowners and developing proper habitat. We've just established a brand-new biologist up in the Craig area. Even though it's a Pheasants Forever biologist, he's going to be working on it elk foundation project mule deer foundation project and the habitat for the grouse up there in in craig colorado so he is going to be working with multiple um non-organizations not just pheasants forever but he is going to be funded through our pheasants forever chapters so that's really great news that we're doing all of this for colorado and the other big thing is all of our chapters in colorado are huge about getting the youth um, outdoors. Um, right. Our mission statement is uh, no child left indoors. And we impact around 5,000 youth a year with our chapters doing outside hunts, um, anywhere from archery to fishing to um, the range, uh, trap shooting to live hunts with these youth and getting them into the outdoors. And so it's a great problem. We've got four youth trailers throughout the state that we can show up at a nonprofit organization. If they want to host an event, they can get a hold of us, and we'll show up with our trailers and bring the supplies to give these outdoor events for our youth. It's a major passion of all of ours. Absolutely. Well, again, this is the Pikes Peak Pheasant Forever, and you're going to be hearing a lot about different banquets and all the things on our show. Uh, this is kind of the banquet season getting kicked off here. So from now till about the first couple of weeks of May, there will be a lot of events we will be involved with. Uh, but this is a great one here, and it is a new location this year. So if you have been going to this the last couple of years, um, you guys made a change here in a nice hotel, Elegante, there in the Springsdale. Absolutely. Um, we moved there because we had a lot of our sponsors are coming up out from the mountain counties up there that aren't clear down here on the front range. And the hotel was able to give us hotel rate for Pheasants Forever to come down and be able to say, oh, we've got people coming as far as rifles to our event. Um, this being our 30th year anniversary, we're trying to put on, it's going to have steak, cordon chicken blue. Uh, if you, you get your choice between the two meals, uh, we'll have three, 350 people there. We've got the live auction, silent auction. Um, we've got a Mexico duck hunt. We've got an African safari hunt. Uh, there's a lot of local hunts that aren't so far away, that, and it's just going to be a really fun night out. Um, the St. Joe's um, Colastic Shooting High School team, they're one of the only teams in the country that can actually high school letter in the uh, um, high school and we are a sponsor of that team to get out and represent our sport of being outdoors and those youth actually come and work our event with us and so we'll have a lot of youth activity there 
Well, that's great. This is Dale Merritt is with us. Again, he is with Pikes Peak Pheasant Forever and also Bear Point Kennels. This is Saturday, February the 9th. Once again, it will be held at the Hotel Elegante. And if you've been in the Springs much, you've always seen it right there, right off the highway. So very convenient to get to. And for tickets, you can go to pikespeakpheasantforever.org. And um, are there still opportunities if there's a, a company out there that may want to do some kind of sponsor table? Absolutely. We're um, still taking corporate tables. We're still taking some underwriting donations. Um, we're, we're still open for all of that, and every little bit helps. Uh, if you can't make the banquet, um, if somebody was interested in doing it, they can give me a call, Dale Merritt, at 303-929-9971, and I'll work out any details with them. Um, then as we are with Fairpoint Kennel, we will be donating another top breeding pup um, there to the banquet. It's a yellow male out of two 4X Grandmasters and uh, multiple Hall of Fame dogs in the back of this pedigree. This is one of our top breedings that we can produce. So that pup will be there in the live auction also. Wow, and I'll tell you, that's always, that is that gets to everybody. I mean, nothing like a puppy there and uh, and the quality of pups that you have as well. Thank you. Yeah. So talk about the training aspect for a minute with Bear Point Kennels. Uh, you know, sometimes, hey, after the holidays here, people get an, a new puppy and uh, want to know about training and all. What's some of the most important things there? What, what age should they get them to you? You know, we like to do a lot of early bird introduction with the dogs before we do a whole lot of um, obedience with them. So we like to see if we can get them on live birds, you know, from that 12, 14, 15-week time frame and just really teach them why they got a nose and why they're, you know, here to become a hunting dog. And then you can reel them back in and work on some obedience and stuff with them at that point. And, you know, you're real down to nitty-gritty training isn't going to really start until about six months of age but there's a lot of things you can do prepping that puppy in the right direction in the first six months yeah absolutely and uh if folks are just interested in maybe coming out and seeing your place and seeing what dogs i mean do you have a, a litter now that's available for sale or when we have some for sale uh, we've got five litters on the ground right now wow. we do have some availability <laughs> in those litters um, and then we've got another five litters planned for later spring here of this year. Okay. So we got quite a few things happening at the kennel, but you can look us up on Facebook, um, Bear Point Kennel LLC Facebook, or you can go to our webpage, bearpointkennel.com. Well, great. And once again, this is a pie. Pikes Peak Pheasant Forever Banquet. This is the 30th anniversary, so this is going to be a special night, Saturday, February the 9th at Hotel Elegante. You can get your tickets now. Don't wait. PikesPeakPheasantForever.org. Uh, if you're a company out there, maybe you'd like to make a donation of, of, of money or a product, uh, you can reach Dale directly at 303 929 9971-303-929-9971. And uh, as he mentioned, they will be having a puppy uh, there for auction at that banquet as well. And a quick programming note, we will be in the Springs um, once again on the 22nd through the 24th of February at the Colorado Springs Event Center. 
for the Sportsman and Boat Expo there. And we've got many of our great sponsors and friends going to be there as well. Uh, Donnie Dust is going to be there, survival guy that we had there last year, which is really good. Uh, Donnell Johnson, Lisa Thompson, uh, David Howard, Trevin Stolfus uh, from Outback Outdoors, and uh, also Wynn Eubank from Colorado Outdoor Sports and several others. Uh, we will be there in the springs. But get your tickets now. Help this organization out. It's a great organization. They've been doing it a long time, 30 years, and uh, as Dale said. And, Dale, I think a lot of times people say, hey, well, you know, I can't give a 1000 bucks, which will take a 1000 bucks. But, hey, you know, every 100 bucks spent on raffle tickets, whatever, really can go a long way. Absolutely. Well, listen, hey, we appreciate it, and uh, I know you got a lot of stuff going on today, so I appreciate you taking a few minutes out to be with us, and uh, we'll be in touch, and we'll certainly push this a few more times here as leading up to that date, and Victoria and I will try to come out and attend the banquet with you as well. I appreciate it, Scott. You have a very good day, and it's been a pleasure talking with you again. All right. Thank you, sir. That's Dale Merritt. Again, Pikes Peak for pheasantforever.org get your tickets now and if you got questions for dale give him a call 303-929-9971 you're listening to sports from colorado we'll be right back ladies i know you're tired of walking into the local gun store and seeing the same old thing so let me tell you about rampart firearms Just a quarter mile up Highway 67 off of Santa Fe and Sedalia, you will find a great selection of guns, ammo, tactical, and personal defense weapons. And if you or your spouse love to hunt, Rampart Firearms is a great stop for all of your hunting needs. Shotguns, rifles, pistols, anything from predator hunting to your next big game trip. Head to Rampart Firearms at the foot of the Rockies. Open six days a week, Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And you will only pay a 4% tax on your purchase. RampartFirearms.com, 720-468-0050. That's 720-468-0050. Let me tell you about one of my favorite stores, The Outdoorsman's Attic, a consignment store for all of your adventure outdoor gear. Hunting, fishing, camping, kayaks, live bait, survival gear, backpacks, sleeping bags, firearms, and ammo. Save 20, 30, 40, and even 50% on new and pre-owned items at the Outdoorsman's Attic. Mention Sportsman of Colorado and save up to 20% on your purchase. This offer excludes firearms and ammo. Never pay retail again. Big savings and friendly service is what you'll find at the Outdoorsman's Attic. Located at 2650 West Hampton Avenue in Sheridan. 303-781-3626. That's 303-781-3626. Check them out, outdoorsmansattic.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Once again, thank you so much for joining us today. Just a quick reminder, um, if you've been listening to our replays at 9 a.m. on Sunday, that is now 8 a.m. And then once again at 4 p.m. on Sunday. But hopefully you can catch us live here on Saturdays from 1 to 2. But if not, one of those two options on Sundays, we hope you will join us. We're going to go to the phones now and talk to our good friend David Howard. David was just with us at the International Sportsman's Expo, which was extremely a good show uh, at the Colorado Convention Center, and he's with Effective Range Targets. So, Dave, how are you, sir? Great, Scott. Thanks for having me on the show again. Man, I'm telling you, a little bit of talking down there at the ISC for four days, isn't it? <laughs> there was, and boy, people were having a good time. 
Yeah. Everybody was enjoying it. Absolutely, absolutely. It was cool that they were able to get your booth across from us so, um, you know, we could really see what was happening over at your booth as well. And so um, uh, let's talk about the concept um, again here of effective range targets and how this target differs from most others we will see in shops. Thank you. Our target is designed to be a target that allows a shooter to measure their effective range or their effective distance they can shoot and expect a one-shot humane kill. Our target is set up that you set it at 100 yards and you shoot at it. It measures your ability and tells you by position an animal how far you can shoot ethically at that animal. And that's what all hunters want is uh, to hunt ethically. And this was really embraced well by everybody at the ISC show. They really enjoyed that our target measures this distance that you can ethically shoot. Absolutely. And, you know, you've got the design there for the, the kill zone, I guess we'll call it, for, uh, you know, the different ant antelopes that we mainly hunt here in Colorado as well. Yes. every All of our targets, we have individual targets for each game animal. And, of course, they're different in size. So their vital zone is different. So all the targets, if you want to hunt elk, you shoot the elk target. You want to hunt pronghorn, you shoot the pronghorn target. Um we even have white-tailed targets, and in February, we're going to induce, introduce our wild hog target. Um, that's kind of been the one that people have come to us and said, whoa, we wish you had this target. Hmm. So we're going to induce the wild hog in February. Oh, that'll be great. Well, one reason we want to get Dave on uh, today is uh, we are going to, or several of us that were at the ISC are involved in this show, but it is the Colorado Springs Sportsman and Boat Expo, and this is going to be February the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, held at the Colorado Springs Event Center. And um, I, I will get the hours here on before we end the broadcast, but I believe it opens at 2 o'clock on that Friday, Dave. I don't know if you have that in front of you or if you've looked at it, but I think it opens at 2 o'clock. I, I, yep, I believe you're correct. It's right. 2 p.m. It opens on Friday. And um, we do have some tickets that they uh, sent us and effective range targets. So if you would like a pair of tickets to come to that, give us a call, 303-477-5600, and uh, we will get you a pair of tickets. Just give Charlie your name and uh, phone number, and I'll call you after the show, and we'll make those compliments of effective range targets and Sportsman of Colorado Radio. And so what was just a couple of you think of just a couple of folks that came up and, um, you know, just some of the feedback you got on the targets? We got some great feedback. Um, a couple people came up. One was a young woman, and she uh, wanted to start hunting, but she was fearful that her skill didn't match the challenge of hunting. And as we explained our targets to her, she could see how the target could measure her skill and give her confidence that she could go hunt, have a one-shot humane kill, and that was one of her big um, wants with hunting and we were able to show her how this would uh, help her and she really bought into that and then we had many families with young children mm -hmm. 11 12 13 that are just at that hunter safety getting to start hunt age and they thought this would be great for the kids to shoot and the targets really tell them whether they're ready or not it's not mom and dad that have to tell them the targets tell them that they're not ready or they need to improve and they really like that teaching tool of it. Wow. 
That's great. Once again, David Howard's our guest, Effective Range Targets. And, um, Dave, what's, your, what's the website that you're sending folks to to take a peek at these? www.effectiverangetargets.com. Okay. Uh, that makes sense. Good for you. <laughs> a lot of companies Thank don't you. do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We made it simple, and we got some good videos on there of how to shoot our targets, how simple they are, how to score, how to measure, how to use them. So if they look on them, please watch the videos. They're really informative, and it'll help you understand the concept better. Absolutely. Well, again, come out and see us in Colorado Springs. It's going to be held at the Colorado Springs Event Center, uh, February 22nd through the 24th. We will be there. Uh, Dave will be there. Um, Donnell Johnson, Lisa Thompson will be there from Hunt Data. Uh, Trevin Stolfus, our good friend from Outback Outdoors, will be there. When Eubank from Colorado Outdoor Sports. We've got several of the folks that we work with that will be there, and uh, it's going to be a really, really good show. And uh, I don't know if we've already given away the a pair of tickets yet but you know what we've got an extra pair so if you would like a pair of tickets for that give us a call 303-477-5600 and if you've got a family of four that you need four tickets uh just let charlie know there and right now we can accomplish that as well so dave hey i know you're busy and i appreciate it just want to get you on again thanks for uh, again coming out to the isc and getting the booth for there and we look forward to working with you again in colorado springs well i look forward to seeing you and all your listeners listeners out at the spring show it's going to be just as fun and just as good as the ICC show was. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Well, Dave, we appreciate it, and you have a good rest of your day. I will. Thank you, Scott. All right. That's Dave Howard again. Check out that website, EffectiveRangeTargets.com. And once again, we want to thank Dave Howard for being with us. And uh, don't forget, it's Colorado Springs Event Center, February 22nd through the 24th. And we will be there. And our next guest also will join us there at this event uh, for the Colorado Springs Sportsman and Boat Expo. And that is Outdoor Buddies. And Terry Gleason joins us now. So, Terry, how are you, sir? Well, I'm doing fine. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you very much. So, I don't know about you guys, but, boy, the ISC was a, a very, very, very busy show. And we had a great show. Hope you guys did as well. We uh, we uh, were very successful and. Uh, letting a lot of people know about Outdoor Buddies, and uh, fortunately a lot of those people bought raffle tickets to support us, and uh, that was a good thing, too. Well, absolutely. Good deal. All right. Now, uh, take just a moment, and uh, you've got a couple of events and, and places that you're going to be at and selling some of these raffle tickets, and then we'll kind of get into what specific raffles you're, you're working on, but let's talk about where you're going to be here. Yeah, we uh, we have a number of places lined up uh, uh, on the uh, uh, 26th and 27th. Uh, uh, we'll be out on uh, I-25, and uh, I think it's 84th at that Sportsman's Warehouse out there. Right. And uh, selling uh, uh, tomorrow, my grandson and I will be selling at the uh, Centennial Gun Club. Uh, and then, of course, you mentioned that... Uh, uh, we're going to be with you down in the springs at uh, uh, 22nd through the 24th. Um, we're uh, planning on being at Cabela's Lone Tree uh, on the 16th and 17th, which is President's Day weekend. And uh, so that uh, that's uh, going to be an uh, important event for us. And then on the, on the 16th uh, of uh, March, we're going to be at Murdoch's on Santa Fe, 
um, uh, all day. And uh, uh, so that's uh, that's what we have planned. And, of course, uh, you and I are working on a day at uh, uh, Green, Green Mountain. Mountain Gun. Right. And uh, so we've got a number of places that uh, we're going to be uh, selling over the next uh, few months. Well, sure. And, you know, any of our listeners, uh, if you um, go to any of these stores, and uh, probably most of you visit some of them at some point, let them know that you want to thank them for supporting Outdoor Buddies because, I mean, they have to let us in the store and set up there to sell raffle tickets. And um, their primary reason for being there is to sell their own product. But I think it's pretty cool these stores let us in to uh, do this, Terry. Well, it, it is. And uh, uh, we are so grateful to them. And uh, they've been so supportive in, in letting us in to sell tickets and providing items for our raffle that we, or the auction, I should say, that we conduct at our uh, um, uh, our annual banquet every year. And uh, uh, as you know, Scott, uh, we are all volunteers. We have no paid staff at Outdoor Buddies. Right. So we rely on these things to help uh, us buy adaptive equipment for uh, getting the disabled folks out into the field and also uh, to uh, set up the uh, uh, the events, the uh, hunting, fishing, and outdoor events that we conduct. Sure. And if you'd like to learn more about Outdoor Buddies, you can check out their website. That's OutdoorBuddies.org. And I believe our banquet date is April 6th, if I'm right, Terry. Is that correct? Uh, that's correct. Okay. Hyatt, uh, in Aurora. Right. And, uh, boy, that is a great banquet, and we sold out that thing last year. And so um, hopefully you can go on. And uh, Are they available to go ahead and buy tickets for the banquet now on your website? Uh, yes, okay. absolutely. All right, and we encourage we encourage people to buy tickets now because we've we've capped the uh, uh, the number of tickets at three hundred because we actually had to turn some people away last year because we just didn't have the space. And uh, so get uh, get on there and get your tickets early and uh, bring a bunch of folks because it's uh, it's a great time, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. Terry Gleason is with us. Outdoor Buddies again. That website outdoorbuddies.org. And our big banquet is April 6th. And, um, you know, we, we just love partnering with these guys and all they do. And we get to uh, come to quite a few of their events to get to meet the people that get to go on a lot of these uh, uh, hunting trips, fishing trips, whatever it may be. And, uh, boy, you just see how it changes lives. So now some of the raffles that you're actually selling these tickets for, what's involved in those raffles? What are they going to win if they win that? Well, we have uh, five great raffle prizes this year. Uh, the uh, the Cadillac of the raffle prizes is a five gun uh, um, uh, assortment, and uh, uh, if you uh, we sell up to two hundred tickets. Each ticket is a uh, hundred dollars, uh, but we only sell up to two hundred dollars or two hundred tickets. If you win, you get all five uh, uh, guns. Wow! Uh, okay. That's a uh, um, a uh, Creedmoor rifle, a Browning A5 shotgun, a Browning X-Bolt 30-300 Winchester Magnum, a Winchester 30-06, and a Glock uh, 9mm pistol. So you have to be able to pass the uh, background check uh, on this. But uh, So that's the Cadillac. Uh, we have some other great prizes, a uh, Cabela's $1,000 gift card, um, a Creedmoor 6.5 Creedmoor Kimber rifle, a Vortex uh, uh, binocular, a pair of binoculars that has a built-in laser rangefinder. Range oh, wow. And uh, a cow bison hunt that uh, last year was our, actually our most popular item, and that uh, takes place up by Fairplay. Well, very, very cool. So a lot of great um, 
raffles that they're going to be doing. And, uh, again, if you've got questions on this, you can give us a, uh, a call or shoot us an email, scott at sportsmancolorado.com, and we'll make sure uh, we get you connected to all these different dates uh, that you gave out. So, uh, actually, today, as this show airs on Saturday, uh, you will be at Centennial Gun Club, correct? That's, that's what the okay. plan is. Yes. And that, will it be Sunday, too, or just Saturday? Uh, probably just Saturday this uh, this weekend, but we will be there another weekend uh, uh, before the uh, banquet in April. Okay, great. And if you get by there, uh, Terry is going to be there. Let him know you heard about him here on the show, and we'd appreciate that as well. So, Terry, hey, man, thanks for all you guys do, and we're looking forward to the next few months and getting geared up for our big banquet on April 6th. But um, we will also see you in Colorado Springs there at the Colorado Springs Event Center for the Colorado Springs uh, Sportsman and Boat Expo. So we'll be glad to see you there. Okay, we're looking forward to it. And, again, we appreciate your your, uh, support, Scott. All right, sir. Again, that's Terry Gleason, Outdoor Buddies. Check out that web- website, outdoorbuddies.org. And listen, we can always use volunteers. And if you think maybe you've got a few hours you could dedicate to this, uh, check out their website, and uh, you can find all their information there. We want to thank all of our guests today on Sportsman of Colorado. And once again, that reminder, pr- programming note on Sundays, we've been re-airing at 9 a.m. That is now effective 8 a.m. And once again at 4 p.m. So we hope you'll join us. Thanks for being with us. Everyone have a great, safe weekend. And we'll talk to you next week. Opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.